it didn't listen to me. It walked out of the thicket, it turned around and looked at me. They looked up and in this tree, there was a monkey man. And the monkey man jumped down out of the tree and started running away. And suddenly they're right in front of the car. He slams on the brakes and manages to stop and he's skidding because it's not quite, you know, um, gravelling. And for literally for about a second and a half, they just stood there because they don't know where to go. And you tell them panicking, they're like ripping up thing. Their, their, their face is like twitching. to Bigfoot Society, a podcast where we focus on cryptids, the strange, and the unexplained of this world. If you've got a story or something weird to share, send an email over to me at bigfootsociety at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support this show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. And now, on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of Bigfoot Society Q&A. This time, question comes from Simia. In the Patreon, Simi asks, are there reports of Sasquatch-type creatures in the vast forests of Russia and Eastern Europe? I can absolutely tell you 100% that yes, there is, especially in Russia, which we'll be covering today. Source for this episode is thanks to Know the Sasquatch slash Bigfoot sequel and update to Meet the Sasquatch by Christopher Murphy. Guys, if you don't have this book... Uh, you probably should just call it a day and start uh, start doing something else, probably working at Cinnabon. I'm just kidding. But seriously, if you really want to know the Sasquatch, you need to get Know the Sasquatch. I, I'm serious. It, it's a book that's going to just rock your face. So I'll have links to that in the show notes. Um, if I don't, which I'll, I'll have it in there. Don't worry. I'm going to also apologize for any wrong uh, pronunciations of names. I'm going to do my best. Uh, here we go. First account is regarding the Carpathian hominid. December 1941, there was a Russian army unit where a lieutenant colonel, Carpathian, who's a medical doctor, had a very interesting encounter of what he saw. I'm just going to go ahead and read his account. The man I saw is quite clear in my memory as if standing in front of me now. I was inspecting him on the request of local authorities. It was necessary to establish whether the strange man was an enemy saboteur in disguise. But it was a totally wild creature, almost fully covered with dark brown hair resembling a bear's face. Without a mustache or beard, with just slight hairiness on the face. The man was standing very upright, his arms hanging down. He was higher than medium, about... 71 inches, he was standing like an athlete, his powerful chest put forward. His eyes had a empty, purely animal expression. He did not accept any food or drink. He said nothing and made only inarticulate sounds. I extended my hand to him and even said hello, but he did not respond. After inspection, I returned to my unit and never received any further information about the strange creature. So not only have the Russians in the past seen Bigfoot, they had a guy who medically examined a hairy man 
or a Bigfoot, which is absolutely incredible. Uh, also of note, it looks like the subject was preferring cold conditions to normal room temperature. He just couldn't stand the normal room. He had to have it cold. That's very interesting. If you get know the Sasquatch, which you should, there's actually an artist's drawing of what the Carpathian hominid looked like, which is very cool. The next account, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Um, it's pretty weird. So... Let's uh, let's just talk about it. Um, it's the account of Zana, the Russian ape woman. Um, it's it's weird, and you know, Christopher Murphy has this in his book. No, the Sasquatch. He gets it from Dmitry Banov's book, In the Footsteps of the Russian Snowman. So, if you really want to go deep, look up the books that uh, Dmitry Banov has. Uh, come out with why not um seems like uh some hunters captured a russian ape woman in the wild um here's a description her skin was black or dark gray and her whole body covered with reddish black hair the hair on her head was tussled and thick hanging mane like down her back from remembered descriptions given to Mishkovsted and Porshnev. Her face was terrifying, broad with high cheekbones, flat nose, turned out nostrils, muzzle-like jaws, wide mouth with large teeth, low forehead, low forehead, and eyes of a reddish tinge. But the most frightening feature was her expression, which was purely animal, not human. Sometimes she would give a spontaneous laugh, rearing those big white teeth of hers. The latter were so strong that she easily cracked the hardest walnuts." Um, goes on to say that Zana was trained to perform domestic chores and even uh, became pregnant several times by various men. That's the part I'm, yeah, uh, this is a weird story. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Uh, yeah. There's also uh, expeditions that were made in the 1960s and 70s. Um, Igor Bortsev was uh, involved, I believe it's the same gentleman, a few years back at the Nebraska Bigfoot Conference that had a Bigfoot on the telephone and had a conversation uh, with the Bigfoot during his talk, just for context there. Um, but in uh, the ex expedition of 1978, um, 1960s around there it looks like they tried to find a skeleton uh they were unable to uh find that um looks like they did find a skull of one of the descendants um yeah i i i don't know guys this is uh it's weird russian bigfoot is interesting let's leave it at that Goes on to say, uh, through there's actually multiple photos in here. Uh, looks like Bertsef was able to find um, some sort of Bigfoot shelter or nest in the Kurov region of Russia in 2003. Uh, there's also pictures of Igor with uh, footprints that he's made, track castings from the Premier Ally Mountains uh, in uh, 79. That's very interesting. All in all, Yes. To answer your question, there's Bigfoot activity in Russia. 
and Eastern Europe. And I know I focus primarily on Russia. I know that over the years, it has been very uh, interesting results. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. But, you know, Bigfoot history being what it is, if you want to get more into it, you can get Know the Sasquatch. I'll have the link in my show notes. And you can dig into these books uh, by Dimitri and uh, Igor, uh, Dimitri especially. But if you're interested, uh, I would say check it out for yourself. Dig deep into the literature. And if you're really into it, why not take a trip over to Russia and look for Bigfoot yourself? Although, if you really get down to it, you can look for Bigfoot in your backyard. I do also want to point out that I have a video that I've posted on my YouTube. It's in a short, I believe, where it's the video of uh, what's called a Russian Yeti. And it's uh, running across the forest, jumping rather ape-like. I don't have any idea about the story behind it, but it's a very interesting video. So you should definitely go check that out, Bigfoot Society, on uh, YouTube. And uh, let me know what you think about the Bigfoot in Russia. You can send me an email, bigfootsociety.gmail.com. And if this gets to any listeners in Russia and you have a Bigfoot encounter that you know about in Russia or that you saw, or maybe I forgot an entire encounter or historical reference to do with Bigfoot in Russia, send me an email at bigfootsociety.gmail.com. And you can uh, you can let me know what's up about Russian Bigfoot. And we'll do a follow-up episode where I share that. So, again, thank you for listening. This has been another Q&A episode of Bigfoot Society. If you've got a question about Bigfoot, uh, go ahead, send that into bigfootsociety at gmail.com. I'll do my best to answer it. And it'll help me learn a lot in the process. Again, if you want to be awesome, you should check out a copy of Know the Sasquatch by Christopher Murphy. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're subscribed and share this with all your friends. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Bigfoot Society. If you like the show, please review and rate it five stars on iTunes. Hit the share button and send this episode to all your friends on social media. Subscribe to Bigfoot Society wherever you listen to podcasts. It doesn't cost a thing. Pick up a Bigfoot Society shirt or enamel pin over on our Etsy page and people will tell you all about their Bigfoot sightings when you wear it. At least that's what people tell us. That's what happens. If you'd like to become an official member of Bigfoot Society with a membership card, a community of like-minded individuals, and extra content each month, then please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. Thanks for listening.